Tonight, Samoa Joe is on commentary. Seth Rollins apologizes, and we get more Lana. Yeah. Can't believe I'm a Kevin Owens fan because the Monday Night Raw after show and after Buzz TV starts right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz. Hey. Yo, how's everyone oh. going? Wait for that Mac Lish. That was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I didn't even mess around with Hope that. Hope Thanksgiving was doing yeah. all right. Thank you much for tuning in to me. Tuning in to me and the show. <laughs> well, thank thanks. you so much. Good Give to me your life and second screens and Monday Raw after show. Monday Raw comes to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, whereas this show is broadcasting live from Hollywood, California. We got so much to talk about today. We have some matches. We got some King's Court later on. Before we do, let's introduce our all star panel. On my far, far left, this guy here is a living, breathing historian, the voice of AEW Dynamite after show on After Bus TV. Mr. Or Jack Farmer. Flobito.com, you old gunslinger. How the hell you doing? Flobito. <laughs> How was Thanksgiving, man? Was it great? It was great. I'm fat and full of turkey. You are not fat, good sir. You a king, bless up. <laughs> Diet starts tomorrow. Diet starts always tomorrow. And on his right, this guy is the man you call the heel. Hollywood Jim, the controversial firebrand, real talker official, the second city saint, Mr. Jim Alexander. Wow, that was good. Hola. No, I ain't playing that game. Oh, I ain't playing that game. Well, so Ciao. I've been gone for too long to just give you guys an hola. I'm back for now at least, so enjoy the ride. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Look at announcements. The, the bilingual edition of I it do, all. Actually. You do have announcements? Yeah, Is it coming later, later, later on? Yeah. Fantastic. That's at the T. Uh, so shout out to the Raw Espanol team. The Raw and Espanol, the Spastel show, comes on after this on AfterBuzz TV Latino. We had a bit of an exchange last week. They were on this show, and I actually went over there. Uh, oh, like, they, where? What? Where yeah, I missed it. Yeah, yeah, you were out there on the beach. Give it man, up for Lobito Reyes. Yeah, Lobito Reyes. Josh the Booth. How hey, you living, man? I'm doing pretty well, man. Still pretty pumped from Saturday. I got to see the almighty slayer of hey. all people. That's awesome. Guys, overall thoughts of tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. One day at the Starcast, a Starcade, I should say. Starcade, the legendary Starcade. Not Starcast, yeah. Yeah, I thought I really loved this episode. I thought it did a really good job of blending things together, particularly in the beginning. And so it was a bit of a smoother ride than usual. See, you you do that to tease me, bro. Totally do that. Don't get me fired up. We were talking about this before the show about about it seems that at the script stage it's a little bit more of these these segments are kind of flowing together which mm. makes sense if you're in a post the Irishman world of sitting down for three hours at a time but I miss my segments because I'm trying to like prep the show and everything is going into each other so I'm like ah oh, this is so frustrating but the show itself is pretty solid this should be Alexander Solver thoughts on Monday Night Raw and how it's uh, coming the past couple weeks I mean I didn't I wasn't a fan of the main event you know is Humberto? this a point? Yeah. Humberto or, or I don't know this Humberto. guy's name. Humberto. Yeah, whatever. Carrillo. I thought he was supposed to not get a push. I thought it was stalled. So apparently yeah. he's still living on his last <laughs> remains of it. Is that what we're getting? Because I'm still not sold on the OC the way I thought they would be at this point. Fair. I thought they would be. I thought they would have a fourth member finally yeah. at some point, and I thought they would be just taking over the shows. Like that was when initially they came together. Now we're just they're more of like a trip, uh, you know, like a triangle of attack team. Kind of like the New Day just lesser in a way that they're not as over. New Day at least over with Jack the fans. It's, it's so funny you say this because literally today I was talking to Leslie out in the green room about how tonight was the night I'm, I'm over the OC. 
Yeah, it just, it, it's it just, bland. It what, was it a particular moment, which is another thing today it's, that happened? Or? It, it's just, I've been actually a fan of AJ more than anything else with this Yeah, you had a gals for a long time. And mm-hmm. I was never really, really a huge fan of the uh, the Good Brothers, but for some reason today they just seemed corny. They just didn't seem special. They they were lacking any... Are they dragging him like, down? I think at this point they are. Or did AJ not have sort of a plan after SummerSlam? Because it seems like AJ's really fell off since the the move to Raw. Like he hasn't found his niche. He had that inner, you know, the the run with the title for a bit. Yeah. But but we were talking about a guy who was a main eventer for two straight years on SmackDown. He was the face of SmackDown, the top guy on that brand, and now he's kind of fumbling around. And this OC thing could have been a reintroduction to him. Sure. But they're making him too corny. They're they're much too much of a goof troop. This team, this <laughs> a group, 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 especially tonight, Gosh. they were just everything they were doing was they were like, "Oh, you really hurt AJ's feelings," and like it was, it's comedy though. That's, it's, but that's not jokes. the guy. AJ's too good to be in this kind of a spoof of a team, especially I, I don't think... when you're facing down. Uh, Randy Orton and Drew yeah. McIntyre. When you have those two guys in the ring and you're being a corny, silly yeah. goofball, it just AJ's a star. It's I yes. get I get bringing him do down. It. I get bringing him down to the mid card for a little bit to help kind of build some guys up. It's time to put him back up to the top. Totally, especially and, and Raw. What and about I think tonight? They need to jettison off the two, other two. I, I disagree. But what about tonight? It looks like Randy Orton is getting to a play between him, between McIntyre and AJ. We see Randy Orton getting involved in that match. That could be our next feud. AJ's with Randy Orton. Looks like there's still some stock left in AJ. We saw that at WrestleMania, and that was remember that was a hell yeah. of a match. It yeah. was. I just thought it didn't end right. Right, it was a chance. Yeah, I, I think they should redo this and kind of. I don't know if you can scrap the idea of that whole run towards a WrestleMania when they had that match, but I think you can do something with yeah. that. But I, I, at this point, take away AJ from the OC or Adam, a new member, and someone that's really going to make a mark because right now they're just treading water. What, and was, not going what was the last real win? That the OC got besides the uh, Crown Jewel one. I think that's it. I think that they, the, they're basically in that that riot squad spot where they're the bad guys are formidable, but they will always you know get their come up into the end. That's not good. So that's I'm just mean, putting it out there. But which is which is fair. But I mean, <sighs> after how how long have they been together now? Like eight months. It's yeah, about that. A little longer. Really? That, yeah. They the OC. Been, They've been here for a long time. It's been a long time. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's December now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That just shows how they floated along without really like, nothing. Uh, which is, which again is fine for a little bit, but today was the day. Just to me, just the way mm-hmm. they were carrying themselves when they were out there, I was, I was just like, I'm over this. It's time for AJ to go back to the main event. If they're gonna keep the OC, yeah. I agree with Jim. They need to add somebody. They need to, they need to do something to add some spark and some fire to that team. You guys, now, you guys are sitting over there with your jacket spoon hot takes. I mean, I like right. the group together, man. Why not? <laughs> but let's talk about Ricochet for a second. Here's yes. a guy that is speaking of fumbling around. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is so frustrating for me as an athlete in, in wins and losses. I'm that's out of my hands. But as a character, you, you've you've told me many times tonight he is a superhero. Is that helpful for anybody? No. Will that get anyone over? Quote unquote. No. Not no. if you're not saving people. <laughs> or has a cape on, right? Yeah. Give Ricochet a cape, maybe then he'll be over. Is is this why we're getting this? Because they literally have no ideas for him? Like, what to peg him as? Because we know he's not most comfortable on the mic. We can see that. He's got a very, he's got right. a very nice guy personality on the right. mic. Like, right. I feel like I'd run into Ricochet at a grocery store. He'd be the same guy as he is on, on screen. I don't know if he's got the heel in him or anything like that or some edge. I'm talking not even about yeah. heel edge. He right. needs edginess. And right. with that moveset, that will work. But this super heel, like this whole gimmick, oh, he flies around, he's a superhero. 
it's not even corny. It just like it makes him look bad, and it just doesn't even fit in any sense at is it, all. Is it for kids? Is that what we do? Not even. If he's gonna be for kids, that's fine. But I think they need to be consistent with him because he wins, he loses. He's kind of fifty-fifty booking. Yeah, but he has no story. There's. No, I, I need something. No from direction. It. That's where. That's, that's what happens to right. a guy that has no direction. You don't. You, I would like to see the writers' room and just see uh, what they have in mind for him. Oh, uh, sure. Let's see the writers' room and get behind it for that. I understand. Uh, but speaking of people writing things, Seth Rollins comes out, uh, former Universal Champion, former WWE Champion. Thank goodness. With an apology for going out of pocket last week on Monday Night Raw, saying, "I just get so fired up sometimes. I really care." Jack Farmer, why mm. does Seth Rollins sound like a middle manager from a Scranton paper company? <laughs> wow, what a thought out I, I love this because I think they're, they're slowly turning him heel. And as wrestling fans, we're always talking about how we want things to build and for stories to progress. Yeah. This is what they're doing. They're not going to have it just be a one day him suddenly going, I'm a bad guy now. Right. But they're slowly turning him heel. They're making him mm-hmm. more and more annoying, more and more difficult to watch. And they're slowly going to have him become the heel that what we all want heel, him Jack, to be. What kind of heel, Jack, though? What kind of heel do you think you point. want him to be? And what kind of a heel do you think they're going to turn him into, though? Well, that's a very that's actually a phenomenal question. I, 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 like, I think he would be a good... <laughs> um, I, can't, I always use the word phenomenal, but like it's, it's out of, out of, uh, out of or... place with AJ on the roster. But uh, He's an I, I like him as sort of the uh, the Bret Hart heel. Not in the Canadian oh. sense, but just as that. In an Iowa sense. That yeah. very serious, like, uh, he, he cheats every now and again, but he still presents himself as the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. I like that. Touting him. himself kind of thing. Yeah. I like that. That's actually a good. We that haven't was, had that kind of a he heel. He says in a he's while. the best in the world. I mean, he, he was that guy on Twitter, which is why everyone was turning on him because he went right. after Will Ospreay. Yeah. And guys not in the company. You Who? know what I'm saying? Will Ospreay. I think if Will he Ospreay, started yeah. doing that in the <laughs> ring. Never you, you never heard of <laughs> Will Ospreay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's on brand. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. He's a medical guy. He's a medical guy. He's pitching like some kind of like. Will Ospreay MD. Cocoa butter, maybe? He has a promo code right for you, Jack. You were saying. No, uh, but yeah, I think if he just took that character he's built for himself on Twitter and put yeah. that on TV, that, hey, I'm the face of the company, guys. You don't know how hard it is to mm. be me. Right. That is the character I think that they could take to the next level as, as a heel, I think. Because that's what we need. We need him to be yeah. a heel. We're not going to cheer him for we a while. We can agree that this face, this major face baby, you know, uh, a.k.a. a Roman Reigns push has been mm. a failure. It okay. has not gone over. No. I think the fans have turned on him. He's never, even when he was like over with the fans, he still wasn't over over. Right. Like he was just like sort of the default top baby face of the company. He was yeah. never beloved. He was more so tolerated and liked. I just don't, and, and this is a guy that's actually good on the mic. When he was a heel, yeah. when he was with the faction with Triple H and Authority, he was cutting was cool. crazy promos. Yeah. And when he turned face, he just became like, a, a dude, you right. know, it's just like one of those like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I'm here to take over and beat the biggest heel. Like, it just I'm here to beat the biggest heel. I think what it was, because if you, if you yeah, go back, he was very much an internet darling. Like, yeah. people loved him, and the people who were like the, the smart fans loved him. Tyler Black but, or whatever. But, yeah, the people, but he became the person that we all hated him being. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or hate, because we didn't want him to be like the John Cena. We wanted him to be the mm-hmm. the cool guy, but he became the John Cena. Yeah, and that's why corny. we turned on him. He became corny. Dang. Is there anyone that could be, at, I don't know if we're getting a little short on time, but is there anyone that could be at that level 
and still be cool for an extended period on of time. On the roster right now? Like, currently. Because we're talking about Austin and The Rock and all that. But I yeah. mean, like, now. Can, can you elevate anyone on the roster now? To be, like, the face of the company. And, and like, the guy that says those ha- things. Has enough, like, character juice that uh, have us go, he's so cool. Kevin Owens. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens well, is good on the mic, but I think if you were to force feed him those company lines, it's hard to well, say. Well, speaking of today, his promo with Lana, he's just like, I, like yo, he, I'm a fan <laughs> now because he got in Lana's face. Like, I'm done with the storyline. I am too, Kevin Owens. Gabby was right. Leslie was right. What you did were they say? They're what Kevin they Owens talking? fans. They're Kevin Owens fans. Oh, they are? I'm fans yeah. now. But yeah, he's being pushed to be the top baby face on Raw, if not the company, his face of that. Question is, can he do it without being corny? Right now, what he's doing... Mm is the opposite of what they were having guys like Seth Rollins do. Because Seth Rollins was being the company man. But right now, if you listen to Kevin Owens' promos... He's the voice of the people. He's the voice of the people, exactly. He's saying what we're all thinking, even in this Lana storyline where he's like, shut up, shut up, we don't want to hear it anymore. That's what a lot of people are saying. now. Seth Rollins last year, though? This time last year, he was the one that went to Baron Corbin and was like, you suck as a GM. That was the same thing he did. But, but that didn't last. That didn't. That didn't go over. That's yeah. the difference. Okay. It was just like a spot, a spot kind of. I thing. just asked questions, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, go ahead. And, and they kind of, they kind of squashed it when they had the the bosses themselves come out and say the same thing. Because yeah. then it, it just said, "Cool, he's aligning with them still." The, he uh, he was still even on camera aligning with what the people are saying. That's deep, bro. Interesting. So, no, he's the voice of the people. I think he's that mouthpiece for the fans that mm-hmm. maybe. WWE's using Kevin Owens that way to be like sort of like oh we're listening to you guys here's Kevin kind of reverberating all that stuff wow what a yeah. word Reverber- yeah. uh, reverberating it reverberates with yeah. uh, in a way and that's what we, it's needed we need someone we don't have anyone on both any, any roster like that right now right so uh, someone like speaks for the people kind of does the heelish but face things right, right? Um, I think that's the yeah. right guy because he plays it off he pulls it off well too so he's you the give first face that. too that's been presented as a smart face Usually faces come off like such idiots because they they don't see the backstabbing coming and they they do all they trust the wrong person. But he's actually being presented as smart, which is very rare for faces these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to everyone in the chat. Nisa Barr says uh, Seth Whoa. Rollins is annoying, <laughs> which is pretty like, on point for Nisa Barr. Shout out to AEW Dynamite panel. That's like your panel, isn't it? That's, Anissa, how's it going? Yo, Thanks for tuning in. Anissa, if you could do me a favor and just let everyone know in the chat where they can check out the AEW show. It's, who's on that panel now? <laughs> uh, Jack and, and Roger Coral and Jessica Connor and Anissa Barr. But oh, Jack, man. you don't and Josh in the booth Josh, as well. Josh, is the, there. Josh is always in the booth, up? man. He's making it happen. Uh, Jack Farmer, can you do the world a favor and cut a promo and tell people I can listen right. to this show and other After Buzz shows, please, well, good sir? Well, you can let you can watch us. You can also watch other shows like AEW or <laughs> NXT as well, Thank which you. is on every Wednesday <laughs> at 7 p.m. Pacific here on After Buzz TV. But the only way we stay on is through viewers like you. And what we could have you guys do is just <laughs> hit the like button, comment, <laughs> subscribe. Works. Five star reviews. You know the drill. You've done it before. Go ahead and hit us with all those wonderful comments and subscribes and likes. We're the ESPN of TV talk. Help us stay that oh, way. Why use that line, boy? I, <laughs> Why you I mean, sound so like excited? <laughs> like we still use that line? <laughs> oh man, so, I, I just barely got it in there. <laughs> well, what a company guy, right? Here. <laughs> let's talk about this last thing real quick, because yes, it's, let's talk about it real long, not quick. <laughs> Because <laughs> yesterday at, at Star K, there was a bit of development there. Uh, there was a whole thing about restraining orders and Rusev. And basically, long story short, there was a match. Uh, Bobby Lashley got into a match, which basically was a no contest, I guess. Uh, Lashley and Lana end up arrested. Jack Farmer, 
Since you guys love this uh, storyline so much, just tell me how amazing it is. So, so dramatic. Move on. Listen, Please. you know, it's so funny because we were just in the back watching this, and everyone was talking about how they hate it. Yeah, as they were saying that, people were that? gathering around, putting on their oh, headphones. Shout out, shout out J-Lo. She was watching it in the back. This is your Leslie fault, J-Lo. Well, everyone was gathering yeah. around, watching it. It's Look, is it is it the storyline I'm most proud of? Yes. No. It looks like you are. But I am. Honestly, actually. I get I like you're always you always tune in and listen. Everyone's gonna say I loved it when Kevin Owens said shut up. I loved that part so much. No, what you loved was Lana being a great heel, That's getting right. told off. If Lana was a nobody. No one would have cared you about are that scene. You are trolling me right now. You can't tell <laughs> me it's good television. You that can't tell me it's good absolutely great television. Lana, Excuse me, I'm talking here. Lana, just, uh, Lana is going to be this generation's Vicky Guerrero. Oh, look at that. Vicky Guerrero was Excuse a whole class herself. <laughs> Love do, it. Do not disrespect yeah. Vicky Guerrero and her Stop character it. work Excuse and her me. training than Lana. Because Vicky Guerrero went to WrestleMania. Has Lana had a WrestleMania hey, match? Hey, there, I'm just Here's actually, the thing. <laughs> this is not a perfect time. <laughs> To drop my big news. Big news? Yes. Big news. You're dating All of you fans are, Huh? Big <laughs> Oh, hell no. It might be dating Lana. Uh, here's, the, here's the big news, because yeah. Real Talker is the scoop of all places. This Wednesday, I will be interviewing Lana. Whoa! Again. So, there we go. Okay, CJ Perry, Lana, yeah. coming on Real Talker. We're yeah. going to talk real stuff. We're going to talk about how big of a fan I am of hers and the, and the huge storyline. Awesome. So there's going to be some... I'm going to ask some hard-hitting questions, as you guys know right there. Where, where can we watch that? It's going to be on Real Talker. So Real I'm doing Talker. an interview at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Well, Wednesday. it's not going to be live. I'm going to do a little, okay. you know... Off the clock interview. Since reporter uh, promoting our stuff, you guys have questions for Jim Alexander. See him on Twitter at the. Yes, Alexander. that's right. I will, I will yeah. ask Lana, CJ Perry, gladly coming on uh, some good questions. So there I'm you go. I'll be watching that. Yeah, it's going to be on podcasts on iTunes. It's going to be on Real Talkers. So soon, by the end of this week, probably. All right, moving on. <laughs> There we go. Drew McIntyre. Perfect guy to interview. Yeah. Drew McIntyre comes out. Uh, looks like he's invigorated. Has some business to deal with mm. Randy Orton. But first, a match with Akira Tozawa. Now, we all knew Akira was not going to win. Akira hasn't won a match. In- Did we? No, there's no chance. <laughs> uh, in about six weeks. But he has shown them a lot more. In NXT, uh, Survivor Series, and this. What's that say about having to always be ready, right? If you're in the back yeah. catering, someone's like, Hey, you with the abs, go out there. Uh, thoughts about the match, Jack, and thoughts about Drew McIntyre. I loved it. I think, look, he's perfect as an enhancement guy. I mean, we always say, I, I get tired of seeing local jobber we've never heard of on TV just get crushed. This is a guy, at least we see, we know, at least he can put on an interesting match. And so it gives him TV time. It makes the win over him look a little bit more interesting. I, thought I think he's great. Now, I, do I see him being the, the next universal champion? Right. No. But as a guy to just have someone like Drew McIntyre beat, I think he's awesome. Jim Alexander... 2020. Mm-hmm. Is this the last chance, last stand for Drew McIntyre? It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Because how many times we've seen the push and then the rug pulled underneath? Right. It, it becomes a point mm-hmm. where you just don't care, right? After some point, we're just like, oh, we know who he is. We know, like Ziggler, we stopped caring because yeah. we know what it is. Oh, you know, some guys have checks that they care all about checks oh, and yeah, they're well, good with their spot. It does depend, no, no, it does it does what their contract looks like. Yeah, yeah. they got a fat contract yeah. for sure. It does matter, okay? It doesn't matter how big of a contract, how good set you are. 
these guys are in this business to be the best, right? To be, mm-hmm. is if we see the potential in them to be stars, mm-hmm. then they should see it in themselves too and care about it, right? Yeah. So Drew McIntyre is approaching that territory, has been the Ziggler, where you need to keep him at a place, and that means an upper card, and keep him there and keep storylines with him because we're not going to care soon enough as he, once again, are teased with a push, and then he gets the rug pulled under. This is yeah. his final stand. If you can't do it now on this Raw that's kind of is wide open True. With, with no major stars, we're kind of talking about who's yeah. the biggest heel, who's the biggest face. This is a time to strike. If it's now or never, we're going to see. Especially building up to WrestleMania right now. Yeah, so it's now he, or never. If he doesn't get that momentum going, I agree. He's going to start getting squashed by all the people who are building up to WrestleMania. That's absolutely a good point, Andrew McIntyre. And yeah, I think he's he's such a st- they got to use him, and he's done everything right. He's. He went, he improved who he was yep. as far as a wrestler. He got bigger. Right. He, they need to push he's him. Good on he the mic, needs to you be know? a champion. Yeah, he is. What's up, Josh? So, I know how we're looking for a new opponent for Brock. Do you think Drew McIntyre would be, could be the one to dethrone Brock? As maybe? a face? As a face, or maybe at as, WrestleMania? As Probably. I mean, think about it this way. If they're trying to build up Drew McIntyre to be someone credible, I think... There's well, Tozawa better not be the first one. No. They have to build him up to the Royal Rumble. Obviously, if mm. McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble, he could be credible threat to be, to dethrone Brock Lesnar. But other than that, I really don't see much of a pathway for him to be the top star unless they start treating him like he is a big deal. Because if you uh, see everyone else on the Raw roster, there's really no one that could really step up uh, to Brock other that than Drew. I'll, tell, I'll, tell, you what, I'll yeah. tell you what Drew does is he retires The Undertaker. That's what they should no, do. That, really? No, that doesn't yeah. happen. He's, he's not been young, retired. though. Yeah, he's been, yeah, Have he's you been seen that, man? It's the sy- symbolism, especially as he talks about how he's, he's talked down to other legends in the past. I think that's the thing he does to give him that thing that you can never take away, that thing that you can hang his hat on. Hmm. He becomes the heel that retires The Undertaker and then moves on. I like Josh's that. idea because we've seen Drew as a heel for so long. <laughs> He's like, you're wrong, Jack. <laughs> <No, no. laughs> we've seen Drew for as a heel so long as a yeah. straight baby face. Okay. They could they could he could be that big powerhouse kind of baby face that they tried maybe Braun to be or whatnot without being corny and goofy or actually being yeah. a kick-ass kind of guy. Right. I could see him step up against Brock or the Fiend and take them both out. But the push needs to start now and needs to get revving real quick yeah. for that to happen. We've seen quick pushes before. Yeah. We've seen guys just come out of nowhere and win titles two weeks later, you know, major titles. I'm trying to find the so, year. I like him as a face. So I who like does he you- face th- at TLC? Because I don't think that, I don't think he has anyone that's available for TLC. Brock Lesnar does not. But I'm not no, sure. no, no, no. Uh, uh, Drew, like, because he can't face Brock now. He would right. need to start lining Absolutely. up. Well, I gotta say this: it ain't no scrub. Scrub no. is a guy that can't get <laughs> no. to Drew. Okay, we yeah. can't have scrubs like Tozawa. Going back to the idea of someone retiring the Undertaker, Dylan Matthews made a good point right here. Undertaker has lost twice at Mania now, yeah. so whoever retires Taker, it won't be as credible now because he's already last, uh, lost the past two WrestleManias. Oh, that's true. I think if you say it's his last, last, for real last, it matters. But if it's just a match at Mania, you're right. But if it's like the last one, like they say, this is the last match of the Undertaker. Yeah. That means something. Similar to... If it's uh, built that way. Yeah. yeah. Similar to like Corbin beating... Kurt Angle. I mean, I don't think it will be his last because they're going to use Saudi Arabia, whatever crown jewel, whatever, to bring Undertaker there. So Uh, that's more important. To answer your question, Josh, I I was actually looking up the. It reminds me of 2012. uh, when Mark Henry took on Sheamus, and and Sheamus was a heel, but then his face turn, quote unquote, was saying, "No one will fight Mark Henry. 
I will. And that's the only way I think I will be on board with Drew being a face taking out Brock Lesnar. Because you're right. Raw, if it's the C-Show, there ain't nobody that can touch him as far as someone I can see credibly taking the belt off of him. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But moving on. Uh, so poor Takira Dezawa gets the, the <laughs> L there. Um, and let's talk about the OC again. Just a little, little quick. A little okay. bit. So they were together. Okay. <clears throat> they were together in that whole dust-up between Umberto and, and Rey Mysterio and the main event that, that, that came out there. We we're all saying that, look, man, we're not really feeling them. If we were to break them up, would you keep them all on Raw? Or would Ooh. you, the OC, if you were to okay. break them up, if you're saying, look, Gallows and Anderson needs to go away from AJ Styles real quick, would you have them as a tag team? Or would you have to separate them as three different No, they need to be separated. I want to see Gallows. I want to see all of them as individuals. Okay. Yeah. We, we've seen yeah. the, the I, team of Gallows and what, I forgot Anderson. the other guy, Anderson. Yeah, you see, I even forgot yeah. his name. Let's see what they can do. Give them some gimmicks. Not like corny Festus kind of stuff. Yeah. But give them some, I think <laughs> Gallows could be... Well, could be a, a kind of a menacing heel, you yeah. know, on his own. And I want to see Anderson in a storyline and, and that will allow AJ to be back to himself. I th- Yeah, I think I agree that we need to separate him. I'm not a huge Gallows fan, personally. I do like Carl Anderson. I think that he could be a good mid-card heel. I mm-hmm. don't think I don't think he's... I, with I a think, gimmick, though. Yeah. He needs a, he's too bland and plain without a gimmick. But I think right now, yeah, we're never going to take him seriously ever again, especially as a lot of big tag teams are coming through yeah. there's not going to be a place for them with guys like the AOP and yeah. the Viking Raiders and as uh, guys like Heavy Machinery start to get rolling and oh, Newsday are still going to need to so my next question is am I like, so there's no one in the OC now save for AJ so no Carl Anderson no gals are main event worthy because the main event picture in Raw is wide open Unless, There's no one around. Unless the, the only way they can be in a main event is they add a fourth member, that a legitimate fourth member, mm. that really puts the group on the top of a, as a faction. Because they're not a faction now. They're yeah. just like a glorified three-person tag team. Agreed. You know, with AJ that. being the most prominent one. I'll give you that. If yeah. they become a faction with a fourth member that's a really a major ass-kicker, whoever's kind of struggling or fumbling around... Bring him up. Chris Maley says, put Gallows on SmackDown and Anderson on NXT. Dylan Matthews says, why not keep the good brothers together and put them for singles runs? All good options. Put them on NXT. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I think they'd be great on NXT. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they, that's that'd where they be a really out. good spot. Yeah, they're no longer developmental anymore. They're pretty much on yeah. par with the other brands exactly. now. I've been saying that for weeks. Uh, now it's time for TK's Boudoir. TK's Boudoir. Sponsored in part by Jim Alexander. Do with a dirty bird? What are you doing? Sponsored by Real Talker. Realtalker.com. First rules of news and updates. Right. And Lana. What tape is that? Today's TK Boudoir sponsored by Cocoa Butter Cream and Gummies. <laughs> and oils, yeah. Uh, we are putting in... Lana's got to be in the boudoir. Of course she is. We're you know what? She cool deserves good, it, wait, wait, was, She deserves it, though. Of course she does that, yeah. We talked she, about she, someone outside that should have been in a boudoir. I forgot already. Oh, um, Zelina Vega. Zelina oh, yeah. Vega. Yes. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Zelina Vega gets in a boudoir. And, I mean, I can't put anyone in the OC. Let's put... In the OC. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking suggestions for today's boudoir. Who else should go on? I'm a big Kyrie Sane person. Kyrie Sane. Oh, yeah, she's she, a she, really. she should go in. She yeah, I like Kyrie Sane. Boot thing of the year, man. Boot thing of the year, yeah. yeah I think it's a solid boudoir. Yeah, solid boudoir. Yeah, like, yeah it's one of the best the, ever. Yeah. That's yeah. like off off track, kind of off beat. Best boudoirs ever, yo. Yeah, <laughs> so let's put some new people in the boudoir right Heck yeah, there. yeah. I think Naomi's still there chilling out at catering. Uh, yeah. no. Naomi? Oh. Moving on, it's now time for... Uh, who's, I thought it was Trinity. Uh, oh, yeah, Trinity, right. I know it personally. Uh, <laughs> moving on, it's now time for King's Court. 
gets two segments. Are we bound? <laughs> okay, well, that's all. You gotta sell it for about. Commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. <laughs> Jim Alexander. He is the most handsome, charming, intellectual, and brilliant man on God's green earth. Pay attention when the afterbuzz king speaks. Oh, so it's truer words were never said. I love that woman, whoever she is. Call me up, realtalker.com. That's where you find me. Uh, today's King's Court, of course, Bobby's manning. He might be in jail, but we, we got him out, so he mans the door in the King's Court. Okay? Bobby we have gosh. Lana in there. She's there too? In the King's Court and the boudoir? Yeah, double, yeah. because this is special. This is Lana Week. So is the King's Court life. across the street from the boudoir? It's La- it's a different today's in, today it is. Usually okay. TK's t- on the road with like a pop up. Right. But this week we are taking it on the road. We're, we're taking, oh God, Lana's there. I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, Mandy Rose, I'm seeing her on social media constantly popping up and all that. What is that fat guy from Heavy Machinery is trying to hit on her on the bump? What oh, the hell is going on there? Yeah, no, no, yeah. that ain't He's happening. Coming. Listen, no, that ain't you happening. You can't blame a guy for shooting a shot. Yeah, for no. real, man. I would do it I'm too. I'm blocking if I was that. <laughs> Mandy Rose. You know who I'm putting in? Liv Morgan, for, for okay. goodness sake. She is needs that to what be, she is? This, <laughs> that's where she's been the whole time. She's been in the King's Court. I love Thank Liv you, Morgan. Josh. And Alexa Bliss, injured or not. She came always. back on Friday. I guess she's back. Hey, for one week or not, you know, yeah. it's good. She's got always a place on the King's Court. So that's this week's King's Court. Um, and Zelina Vega's making her way from the outside, but still not inside. Wow. I gotta get in this court, man. This is the days. best party ever. It's like a par- yeah, exactly. This, this is like the best party. Yeah. party ever. I'm gonna sneak into the King's Court one of these days. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Moving this on. Is, this uh, is exactly the. We place got ourselves to be. a handicap match. Charlotte Flair, the Queen herself, taking on both members of Kyrie Sane and Asuka. You know it's the it's match. Not tag team team. match. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Kyrie saying with the win on a match that was surprisingly long, given the odds. Uh, Jack Farmer, thoughts about the match? I thought I thought it was it was actually a lot more interesting than uh, I expected it to be. As far as how long it went, I don't think it is trying to say anything other than they needed to fill time. I don't. I don't think it was like a the the the. Kabuki warriors were weak. I think it was just we. we they were probably just like we got ten minutes to kill. Yeah, go out there and do it. But they actually it, there was a lot more near falls that I was kind of surprised by than I expected. So I thought it was fun. I, I always I like seeing all three of them. So I was happy with it. Hey, uh, if Becky Lynch is not on Raw today, Jen, where would she be? Is she at catering and she has another thing to do? Like oh, I thought she's she would so have busy. Run. I mean, she needs probably a week off from all those great promos that she's been cutting. You know, so. <laughs> Take a break. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. Did, did we she's miss like, Becky Lynch? Though? That, top of the division, though. She's but did we miss her on the show not being here? I didn't notice. Wow. Okay. I didn't notice. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I don't feel like we missed something not having her fair, here. Okay. Uh, also, because what else? No, but like, what do you have her do at this point? Yeah. yeah. Like what? 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 what can Shine she other do? talents. You know. Yeah. For once, I mean, with her gone, it kind of felt. It kind of you took a breath and it kind of the air was fresh in a sense where you get to see others and without the focus of Becky dominating, right? right. It's because she's a man. She, I can't with that storyline too. It just yeah. it, it's drop it already. You know, it's like the man was okay to put you over WrestleMania to to get that win. Now that you won it and, and can't lose at all, what do you still need to be Gimmick a man stay for? Longer than that, no one says like a boss anymore. But Sasha stuck with that. You can't fault that's, Becky but, for being the man. But here's the thing: does Sasha's boss go over besides the knuckles or whatever? No, it and doesn't. Sell but, merch? Saying, but that's, that's what I'm it. saying: is, is you get that you get a, a nickname, you kind of have to ride it out for a, a long period of time until your character changes. 
but that just shows me with, with something with Becky. If she wants to be in this elite level, she's so basic in every sense with her promos. <laughs> Look, promos, lo- I mean, everything, even the, the, the nicknames. Love or hate her, she's been very exposed lately. You need to have her step back a little yeah. bit to let the division breathe. Because if she's out here beating people every single week, she'll never have a contender. You need to have her step back a little bit. But that's just more about the division, because Shayna Baszler has been that for almost two years. And we were like, okay, fine. NXT brings a whole I, new core of women. I mean, it does say, but... It is what it is, right? Mm. Like, Shayna Blazer's a different act. You okay. know, it's a different character. It's a different... And it was a different brand, too. She's also not she on every episode. Right. True. Absolutely true. Um, this is real quick thoughts about the new theme song for, for Oscar and Kyrie Sane. Debuted on yesterday, I think, at uh, Starcade. I loved it. I think it's cool. I like it. Yeah, it's all right. I think. You're the, you're the resident chef and chief of the yeah. Kyrie Sane and the yeah. Kabuki you, are. To me, the, this, this song, what do you think it sounds very like Eastern, but then like the, the beat drops. I'm like, yo, is Ezekiel Jackson coming back? <laughs> 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 Big Zeke! <laughs> Big Zeke! He's all kind of heavy, you know? But it's cool. I, I, just don't, I don't hate it. His Google alert is going to go off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Throwing some Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yes. Purple yes. plunge. Um, yeah, not, uh, but it's better than the combined. Themes, right? Absolutely, you gotta say absolutely. Oh, yeah. I just it takes it to take me a while for that to be like, oh, yeah. that's definitely Oscar Kyrie saying. Is that is that good for them? Is does they give us like some hope that they're investing more into them by yeah, even creating yeah. a promo song and all that for my entrance? Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think they are stuff. starting to click too as a as a team. Like they feel like a strong team and not someone who is put together to bolster the numbers of a tag team. Yeah, Paige. Uh, <laughs> Tony Nese was in action against Alistair Black. Oh, that uh, was a big conversation, but yeah. 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 Tony Nese uh, had a no chance in, in heck of winning this one, but uh, Buddy Murphy's looking on. Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black, maybe the next few for TLC. Maybe. Who, who had better odds tonight, Tazawa or Nice? Nice. <laughs> I think Nice had better odds, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm just wondering, how's this dude build at 205? There's no way. No way. He's huge. Yes, he angles. Yeah. I'm, I weigh more than him. That's not possible. And then looking at this screen, I did gain some weight. I mean, man, maybe Camar adds a few pounds, but damn, that turkey, too much of it. It does. Uh, Anyways, oh, we're all we're all yeah. Tony East. <laughs> Welcome back to Tony East. Like, this is a good spot for him. It really okay. is because here he was on a on a show that I never even heard of or watched once by accident that I was live at, <laughs> and here he is actually not getting squashed by Alistair. He's get some ring time. He puts yeah. some moves out there. Sounds like, like a champ too. And you know yeah. what? And he looks decent. Great. You know what I mean? And that sense, he looks like he could go against Alistair. I thought it was like a huge night for Tony Nice. Actually, you know. And this is what I was kind of saying about Tazawa, too, is, like, this is so much better than Alistair Black coming out and squashing some guy we've never seen before in five minutes. Like, it made everyone look better. Nice got a chance to do a little shining. Did we ever really feel like he was going to win? No. No. Right. But it still did the job. It made everyone look better than if it was just whatever, the the Indiana Express or whatever, whoever they bring out. <laughs> They're totally really good, actually. But does yeah. it, but does it doesn't matter because if you don't watch 205, Tony Nese has been on Raw three times in the past, like, year. Isn't that just as bad as it being just a jobber if you don't know who that is? You can see and feel a difference. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if we'll get to the, the Viking Raiders, but as soon as you see those guys, you're like, no. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you, just, you feel it. And mm-hmm. he had at least a presence of, okay, he's beating someone... That means something. And even if you've never seen him, he looked good. And may, yeah. you might go, oh, I'll check him out on 205. He looked apart to even be deserving to be in a ring with Alistair in that sense. It's like, oh, that's not a total squash guy. You know, he, he looks big. He looks decent. He yeah. looks like a guy that could hang, you know. 
Good point about the Viking Raiders. Did it bother you that the tag team champions are still facing jobbers? Yes. Yes. It's it's now this is the point we're talking about where you draw something out too long and then be, they, you start losing faith. How long did this dominant team have to go against jobbers? I mean, the AOP, that's the, that's the yeah. ultimate, you know, end game here. Right. But yeah. you need them to face someone legitimate. You know, you at this point, it, since only... we have no hopes for uh, Anderson and Gallows, at least go over them. Well, they've already gone over them. That's yep. the only over real again. team yeah. that they've beaten. True. And that's what... Hawkins and Ryder. It's a... Well, they don't count. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so what happens then when they face the AOP and the AOP beats them? They're going to look like chumps because that's like mm. the only real team they're going to have faced. Right. They, they need to start beating some real teams. I mean, even, again, even if they bring out the Ascension, somebody, they got to beat someone who's an actual team as opposed to just local talent. Is this Are Revival on Raw still? No, they're SmackDown. Revival SmackDown. But is Ascension yeah. on Raw? I don't even know where they I are. I don't know where they are. Did you get drafted? Wait, who the hell is Ascension? Connor the Victor. Fa- the face painted Oh, guys. hell no. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know they were still on a Raw. Re- they might not be. I'm just saying like, I didn't know they were on Raw. At least, oh. I'm just saying at least a team, like a real they're team. They're like No Way Jose yeah. Land. Okay? Uh, well, he, well, No Way Jose had a match tonight. Oh, crap. That's better off than that. Transition of the night. Against Eric Rowan in his bag slash satchel. Eric Rowan Totally just demolishes them because one of the people in the conga line went after the, the, the bag and got totally destroyed. What's in this bag? No one cares. Uh, I care. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He, now you got interviewers in the back after they were matched being like, what's in the bag? Which is kind of funny to me. If yeah. people who are, who are journalists yeah. at wrestling be like, yo, really, what's in the bag? Thoughts about the match? And I mean, it, it, was, it was a squash. Hot take. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm over the guessing game. Like I, I just want to know what's in there because there's nothing at this point that's going to be so interesting that it, it's going to feel worth waiting for. Right. I mean, what if it is? What if it's some major revelation and like a, a sign to bringing someone back? Maybe he's just like maybe he's a placeholder for someone coming back. He's right. holding a mask. I won't Lars say Sullivan? of a mayor like Kane. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> what you have a, are you hungry? You can't even have his teeth because he doesn't have any. Okay, right. Lars Sullivan. No, but he could be like a. A conduit, another great word by me. A conduit to someone, to someone, to someone. Yeah, like having a, a a mask or something. He could be that that precursor to someone debuting potentially. Right? Haven't you thought of that? Maybe that could be a possibility. Oh, it, it depends on the right storyline. Yeah, the right storyline. If it, if it is, that would yeah. be genius. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, hopefully it's bringing someone in. But other than that, I mean, one, it's got to be someone good, too. If it's going to be dragging out. And I, if they reveal at TLC, I think mean, that's fine. But if they try to drag this out until, like, fast lane or something, yeah. it's it's going to get old really, really quick. But if it's if it's bringing someone back, if it's like he's got, I don't know, Liv Morgan in there or something. Oh, I don't, God, I, don't know. I hope. That's really tiny. Like, that's you, so you, you Liv Morgan. <laughs> Jesus, Let me out. too good uh, for that. Yeah, with me in the cage. Love the Morgan. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do that. Abundantly. Andrade Cien Almas, the former Cien Almas, had a match with Eric Young. El Idolo. Had a match with Eric Young? What? Eric Young's on Raw? I mean, I didn't even know he was on that. Definitely in better shape is the last time we saw him about a month and a half ago. But again, Andrade had no, was not in peril at all. So, you Vega was on point. Back to your point about more people who are brand name people yeah. at all. If, but the thing is, I, the problem I have about Eric Young is, are you going to keep him around to be an undercard person? I won't no. say a jobber, but it feels kind of weird having him out every six weeks like this. But here's no? the thing. They're not going to push him. Just, uh, that's what I'm I saying mean, that, but an, an undercard person. Like a Barry Horowitz, if you will. No, no. <laughs> but here's the, pro- here's the question here. Look at how many squash guys we're getting introduced to and how many squash matches we're having. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Andrade. We're talking about Eric Young. I mean, like, there's so many squash opponents. And uh, Tony Nese being a squash opponent, potentially. 
what's going on here? Are they rebooting and restarting so many? And, and you know, Absolutely. we're talking about the Viking Raiders having squash. Is this like a new thing that they're doing now? It's like, let's bring in the old days of the enhancement talent and build guys up from the bottom. That works, but you can't have six, seven guys being, being built up and going against right. enhancement talent because that waters down the show. Yeah. All we're seeing is guys dominating. three hours. Yeah. It, it, one or two people having squash guys they're going through, but not like four or five of them on, on one show. That just waters down the show and like, what's going on? We can't have five different people rebooting. You know, D- from Dylan the start. says the attention is on Raw. The, the thing I swear, with, with SmackDown being on Fox and NXT being elevated, someone had to lose. And so it's it's Raw's talent. It's pretty much open. It's Most divisions totally. are pretty it's a much good thing, are, are gutted yeah. in a good way. But now we're in a transition period because you are getting squash matches. You are getting job to the stars matches. We don't really know what Raw's going to be. I'm thinking watching it now, it's supposed to be their teenage product, but it doesn't quite come across. I don't know what their gimmick is, but it is kind of frustrating watching three hours of one or two competitive matches and the rest being squat. It takes me back to WWF superstars when I was yeah. a Here's kid the thing. and exactly. wrestling challenge, you know? Here's the thing. Yeah. This is where you use the veterans to their max right now as a holdover till they build some guys up. This is where Randy Orton, this is where AJ Styles should be on top. They should be on top of the card, on top of the shows, feuding for the title, whatnot. They should be the main top four guys that the storylines revolve around while they build all the other guys and slowly kind of build McIntyre back up to be this dominant force and bring him and then you can have the veterans go up against him, have a McIntyre squash him, and then like, whoa, he's arrived. Right. So this is a time for Orton. This is a time for AJ Styles to be on top of the card, be the big guys, and then have, if you want to be doing these growing, grooming things and growing pains for some of these guys are rebooting, the, you need to have the top guys already that have been established, established right now, not floundering too. Jack, is the business cyclical? Is uh, we're on the down period? I think right now they're really set up to do some amazing things. I think they have a great roster, but as mentioned, they need to start making some things click. And I think it's okay to have a a show like today where there's a lot of jobbers and a lot of pretty clear decision decisive matches. Would but, you be satisfied if you paid a ticket to watch today's episode? Seeing the, the disparity of the actual matches, having like some... Being live? Yeah, if you were I, live. I'm a sucker you... for live events, so I'm always happy. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very easy to please Continue. at, at a oh, live okay. event. But, um, but it's... We need to start seeing some stuff adjust. And I agree. I think you need to put Randy Orton back at the top. You need to put AJ back at the top. And you need to start having guys like Andrade start popping. You yep. can't have him just be a more job team. Come on. He needs to start getting that. in real feuds. You need to start having Rey Mysterio defend his title, this newly won title, against some legitimate opponents and starting to put them over in a good way instead of just in these weird thrown-together six-man yep. tag teams. Yeah, you need to. Right. This is the point. This is where you use the because Raw right now isn't a rebuild. What we call in sports, right? You know, yeah. like uh, Golden State. Yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they rebooted. They yeah. reset. The other brands took away some of their talent. It's a wide open thing. This is where, but you have some good key veterans. We talk about the importance of Orton, AJ, mm-hmm. and you know Rollins, obviously established. You have some key players. They're not like stripped bare. They do have some big time players that yeah. have been established and known. Even Ray is a name. Uh, so this is a time if you're going to do this reboot you don't have that much time if you're, run, you're talking about Royal Rumble and WrestleMania around the corner we need to see this start happening quickly and there's mm-hmm. a chance for them they're testing a lot now but I just think they're slowly running out of time to be testing constantly with storylines and, and wrestlers who they want to push let's see this start coming together real quick because we're already in yeah. December and Royal Rumble's right around the corner I know I know we're running low on time but uh, I, I look at the main event and we had three guys lose in the main event 
if you're going to have those three guys all lose, you could have had Humberto lose to uh, Andrade instead. Right. You could have had yep. Rey Mysterio lose to like an AJ, and you could have had Ricochet lose to Aleister Black. Right. And that makes three matches interesting as opposed to the, the one. And more meaningful. And sure. more meaningful. If, if you're going to give three of those guys a loss anyways, I don't think the win really helped AJ or the OC in any way. And I think the other people could have used it more. That's a good point. Uh, our last match of the evening was a new 24-7 champion has been crowned ooh, as Kyle, ooh, ooh, as ooh. Cars and Kyle Busch rolls up our truth with uh, Michael Waltrip with the 1-2-3. NASCAR, love it. Cross-branding. Uh, we're in Nashville. It makes sense. It's a NASCAR yeah. town. We all talked about the 24-7 titles. Kind of getting boring. Kind of getting lame. But I will say this. It is kind of interesting to see a brand new sport being involved. We saw, like, golf. We saw, like, box basketball. Thoughts about that? Love it. NASCAR, the, the South. I don't give a damn. Pass that crap off. <laughs> I, I, saying, I didn't know you were a fan of NASCAR. Yeah, I was oh, Kill really? Billy stuff. Yeah. Come on, man. That's not that's a, thing. Jeff Gordon's in California. I'm just saying, man. You know, Bubba uh, Wallace is black. That's exa- it's exactly. <laughs> so I saw online, R Truth already won it back after just showing up there. But, uh, but yeah, this is exactly what it is. It's just so you can have that little headline that says NASCAR driver wins WWE championship. Right. And people click it to see what it's about. Yeah, that's, it'll get hits online. That, it will. That's 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 what the title's for, and that's what it did. And on that note, by the time we get out of here, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of Monday Night Raw, the after show. We're back here every week, but before we get out of here, all my far, far left, Jack Farmer, where can the world find you online? Yeah, you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the AEW after show every Wednesday night here on AfterBuzz TV at 8 p.m. Pacific. This man's dynamite, but I'm bringing the fire this Wednesday with Lana. Check out my interview on realtalker.com, R-E-E-L, Talker. is going to be up by the end of the week. It's going to be on the Real Talker on podcast on iTunes. I'm doing big stuff, and you can always catch me at, at the Jim Alexander on all social media. Yeah, after being out of commission last Wednesday for the holiday, NXT is back this Wednesday at 7 p.m. on the Buzz TV Wrestling and Sports. After this show, head over to After Buzz TV Latino for the Raw Dispestal show in Espanol. My name is Hobo Boys. You can follow me at Twitter at Flobo Boys, on Instagram at Flobito, and support the homie and buy a t-shirt at Flobito.threadless.com. But until next time, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 